Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another PC Boys podcast. This is your boy, Logan. And today we are going to be doing the review of the new Predator movie, Prey, that is on Hulu. Um, before we get started, um, I have COVID, so I'm not feeling exactly my best. But I watched Prey two times now, and I, now that I've watched it a few times, I can really give um, some good thoughts on the movie. Um, also... Go follow our Instagram, PC Boys Podcast on Instagram, and you can also go uh, to our Discord through the link that's on our Instagram, so that way you can keep in contact with us and kind of give us some uh, feedback on like what you guys want to listen to and whatnot, maybe give some commentary ideas. I'm going to be doing a commentary on modern dating here soon. I'm just... I'm currently like on my fourth time recording it because I want to make sure I get everything that I want to say. Um, in the way that I want to say it. So it, it, it's, it's one of those things where it takes a lot of different takes to do. But um, that'll be the next commentary that comes out. I'm not exactly sure when, but it, it is coming. Um, but without further ado, um, I'm going to take a drink of my water here, and then we will get into the Prey review. All right, so um, Prey is a prequel to the first Predator movie. And um, it takes place, I believe, in 1716 or 1715. So this story revolves around mainly a Comanche um, girl and her dog. And she wants to become a hunter. And her brother and the other Comanche warriors, which are men, of course, um, throughout the movie... Do not treat her like she can become a hunter. They, you know, like, criticize her, make fun of her. Um, which, you know, makes sense from their viewpoint why they would. I would, I I gotta say, though, that, um, the main protagonist's brother, I'm not gonna try to pronounce the names here because I don't want to butcher them to all hell, but, um... He is a very likable character. I I really do like him because he's critical of his sister, but at the same time, he's also caring. So, um, you know, I think they did his character very well. Um, However, when, you know, you look at some of the other characters in the movie, there's not really much to feel. That's kind of one of the main criticisms I do have about this movie. There are not a lot of characters in this movie that I really do give a shit about. Like, there's two characters that I care about in this movie. You have uh, the main protagonist, um, who is your female Comanche who wants to hunt. Um, I think her name is Naho, I, I think. Um, and then you have her brother, and he and her are the only two that I care about outside of the dog, but obviously the dog doesn't speak and whatnot, so, um, in the beginning of the movie, we see her going out, getting some plants, um, because that's, I, I'm guessing what woman, uh, in the Comanche tribe did, they went out, got, like, a bunch of herbs and stuff, uh, but then she ends up going out with her axe and practicing with it, and then her and her dog, uh, go after a deer, and she's unsuccessful at killing the deer, um, and then we get to see the Predator ship enter the Earth's atmosphere, where they show the beginning logo of the movie, um, and... Then we go into the movie from that point. Um, So, one thing that I gotta say that I do like about this movie, um, compared to most movies nowadays with a female lead, instead of just making it a strong female character, they made her character a character in the sense that 
for the story that they're going with in this movie, which is making her a hunter and a respected hunter, they do that in a very compelling job. They do give her adversity in this movie. She doesn't kill a bear that she ends up shooting later on, um, like midway through the movie. She doesn't kill the deer in the beginning of the movie or some rabbits as well that she ends up missing and whatnot. So... She, in the beginning of the movie, is not very successful with hunting. Like, she gives it a good go, but she's not successful with it. And then, at the same time, um, there is a point where she goes to hunt a mountain lion, and she does not succeed in that hunt either. She does get a good hit on the mountain lion, but at the same time, she isn't successful at killing the mountain lion. Her brother ends up killing the mountain lion. So, for her character in this movie, there is definitely um, failing amongst her hunting. She is a very good tracker. Um, They don't really go into, I guess, how she became a good tracker. She just is a good tracker. But I'm not going to really sit here and give too much shit on that. Because, number one, tracking isn't the hardest thing to do. Like, if you're a hunter, I do hunt. Tracking is, like, once you know the basics to tracking an animal, it's not the hardest thing in the world. You don't really need to go into a huge backstory on tracking. However, when it comes to her hunting, like I said, throughout this movie, they did a good job with that. Um, you know, having your character grow. Now, later on in the movie, um, you know, of course, a predator gets dropped off by his drop ship. And he goes on his hunt. Now, there's a few things that I have a problem with when it comes to the Predator in this movie, okay? It has nothing to do with the gadgets. It has to do with its design. Mainly, the face of the Predator. So, I'm not a big fan of the Predator's face in this movie. It just kind of looks weird to me with how big the mouth is and how sunken in the eyes are. I don't know. The Predator just looks really weird to me. Um, Because even when you watch, like, uh, Predator 3... Or you watched um, uh, The Predator with the Super Predator. Like, you could tell that it's still a Predator. But, I don't know, this Predator looked the most odd out of them all. Because when it comes to this Predator, like, it doesn't look like any other Predator. Like, the Super Predators were a little different to the regular Predators. But their dreadlocks were relatively the same. The only main difference with them was how big their mouths were and how tall they were. And same thing with the Super Predator. The mouth and stuff of the Super Predator looked very Predator-like. So, for me, I think that the Predator design in this movie, at least for the face, I was not a big fan of. But the rest of the Predator himself looked like, you know, what you would expect from the Predator. Um, The gadgets in the movie, as well, are very uh, different than we're used to seeing. The Predator has a shield. He has, like, this... um, arrow projectile shooter, which is what he uses his targeting lasers for in this movie. Um, he also has, like, these smart daggers or whatnot. I don't know what to call them. They're, they're literally like this knife that can, like, curl and, like, cut through stuff. So I'm not sure exactly what it is, but we'll just call them, like, a smart dagger. Um, and then the combi stick in this movie is very different because one side of it is, like, a spear and the other side of it is, like, a mace and he can split it in half and use either them two separately or together as one. So it's really interesting to see that um, in this movie. Another thing, too, that I like about the Predator in this movie For the first time on screen, like on TV or movie, uh, we get to see the Predator, like, actually hunt animals, right? We see him start off with a snake, then he moves up and ends up fighting a wolf, which I think is very interesting how they went about it, um... 
And then uh, finally he fights the bear that goes after Naho when she's in the beaver dam. And literally the predator, like, you know, the bear does get him down and whatnot, but the predator does cut him at some point on his stomach area. And then the bear charges at him and he literally knocks it the fuck out or breaks its neck or something. He punches that son of a bitch and kills him. So... You know, it's really interesting to see the Predator actually hunt animals on Earth and go up the food chain, which I do find to be very nice. Um, There's also plenty of gore in this movie, so if you were worried about, you know, a Disney-owned Predator movie being PG-13 and whatnot, you don't got to worry about it. It's, It's got all the gore that you could want. Um, and, you know, another thing that they do well in this movie is they do show the badass male Comanche warriors, like, you know, they don't exactly make them, like, to be the complete most, um, idiotic people in the movie, and they don't make them pussies, like, they do fight the Predator, especially Naho's brother, um, he actually gets quite a few good hits on the Predator, um, But then, of course, we get, you know, we meet the fur trappers who are, you know, French fur trappers, and, you know, they end up trying to fight the predator, and, you know, uh, they're very unsuccessful at it, and you get to see the smart disc from the predator. So it's like he activates his wrist computer, kind of like how he would with his self-destruct device, except it carries, like, these small smart discs, um, which end up, like, killing majority of the uh, fur trappers. Um, And then... Um, we get to see, how do I put this? We, we get to see the fur trappers, um, fight against, um, Naho, and this is when she's going back to their camp to get her dog, and she absolutely mops the floor with them, which I can understand why she does, so I know a lot of people might be thinking, like, that that's kind of unrealistic for, you know, her to take out a bunch of men, but when you think about, number one, how, uh, agile she is, right? Compared to the fur trappers, a lot of the fur trappers are not very good at hand-to-hand combat. Number one, they use guns most of the time to kill their prey. Um, And then number two, uh, they're probably drunk. So they're not exactly, you know, I would say skill-wise, when it comes down to it, Naho throughout the movie is very agile. And it definitely helps her in fighting these guys. So I think that that's why she wins personally, because... When I'm watching it, it kind of makes sense because it's like, well, she's much more agile than them. She's a lot better at the hand-to-hand combat than um, they are. So it would make sense for her to be able to beat them. Um, And it's not like it's super easy either, but it does make sense why she does beat them. And then we get to the main part, the ending of the Predator versus uh, Naho. And hold on. Had a good drink of water. Um... So, when you get to this end fight scene, I know that there's going to be a lot of people saying, well, there's no way that this one woman can beat a predator with brute force or anything like that. And here's the the really interesting thing. She actually beats the predator using intelligence. And more so, she gets the predator to hurt himself and kill himself. So... She uh, eats these herbs, right? So earlier on the movie, I know, taking a little bit of a backtrack, um, one of their tribesmen is, or warriors are hurt from a mountain lion. She gives him this uh, orangish herb that makes him uh, a lot cooler, like his body temperature goes down and it slows the bleeding. She also gives the same herbs to one of the fur trappers that she ends up helping, who gives her the pistol, which we will cover later on. Um, and 
So what these herbs do is they decrease the body temperature. So this is essentially the new way of how she masks her heat from the predator compared to Arnold using mud. So I like that. They did something a little different with the masking heat thing in this movie. So she uses one of the fur trappers to lure the predator in. You know, she cuts his legs off using one of the predator's um, gadgets. And the predator kills him, and she ends up setting the predator up. Now, the first few hits she gets on the predator, she, number one, her, her heat is masked, and number two, she gets the drop on the predator, giving her a few good hits. Makes a lot of sense. After that point, everything that happens to the predator is basically just because she outsmarts the predator into harming himself. So, for instance, she ends up setting up, like, these stakes on a tree, which the predator, she leaves the predator... To, uh, towards, and when he jumps at her from the trees, he ends up getting caught on them. Same thing when he goes to stab her, um, with his wrist blades, they get caught in the tree, and then she ends up going up towards the predator, and the predator tries to cut her, uh, with his shield, but accidentally ends up cutting his own arm off. And then, same ordeal when it comes, uh, down to most, uh, most of the damage done to the predator, it's done from himself, so he cuts his own arm off, he ends up jumping into the stakes that she set up on the tree, um, and I would say the only part where, you know, outside of her getting the drop on the predator from the trees and whatnot, that, that she actually gets some kind of damage on him, is that when she, um, has the dog, uh, you know, bring her axe to her, and then she wraps up the predator and throws him into the quicksand, and then the predator rises, pulls out his spear gun, and, She's actually really smart here because she took his biomass that has the uh, the laser targeting system and she sets it up. So when he uses the spear gun, the laser targeting system is like a homing rocket essentially. So when he shoots the spears, wherever those dots are is where the spears will hit. So when he shoots the spear at her, it homes back. And fucking literally goes straight through his own head. So she outplayed the Predator by using his own mask with the targeting system against him to kill the Predator. So she doesn't beat the Predator, like, with brute force. The way that she beats the Predator is just straight up by outsmarting him and getting him to harm himself. And that's why I I honestly believe with this movie that they did a good job of that because they could have just had her straight up just beat the predator and, you know, like with her own like, you know, weapons and stuff and, you know, not have to outsmart him and just make her a strong female. But they actually used intelligence and used uh, the predator himself against himself. So, I really like that about this movie, where instead of making her just beat the Predator straight up one-on-one, she just uses her smarts to have the Predator harm himself. And, in my opinion, that's the best way you could go about it, and the way that it makes the most sense. Even when Dutch was fighting the Predator, he had to use his smarts to beat the Predator, because you can't just win a straight one-on-one, like, fist fight with a Predator. You just can't. So... With that being said, the end of the movie comes around. She brings the Predator head back to her tribe, her back to her camp, throws it um, at the shaman. I'm going to take a guess it's a shaman at his feet. He ends up giving her, um, like, this long stick with a bunch of, like, feathers and stuff on it. I don't know much about Comanche culture, so, you know, don't, you know, be like, how do you not know what that is or whatnot? Because I, I just simply don't know. 
Um, but I'm guessing that she becomes like the next war chief. And then in the post credit scene, it's not even a post credit scene. It's like a bunch of drawings, but it shows more predator ships entering Earth's atmosphere to drop off more predators. So it's obviously setting up a sequel. And the pistol that was given to um, Naho is the same pistol that's given to Danny Glover in Predator 2. So I'm really interested to see where they go with Prey 2. Honestly, I'm excited to see it because this movie was something that I personally enjoyed. I always liked the idea of like Native Americans or knights or, you know, like some really old fashioned combat against the Predators just to try something new. And I thought that the movie was really good and it did things very well. Um, now, yeah, the story isn't nothing groundbreaking, um, but the movie itself I thought was very well done. The cinema, uh, cinematography is fucking amazing in this movie. A lot of beautiful shots of the mountains, the plains. It's just, it's absolutely great. Um, but yeah, so if I had to give this movie a rating, I would give it anywhere from an 8 to an 8.5 out of 10. Very solid film. If you're a Predator fan of the first movie, you will like this movie. I can't see why you wouldn't like this own movie. Um, it's a very, it's a very well done movie. Now, I'm not gonna sit here and say it's the best thing ever. I still think the first Predator is by far the best Predator movie, but at the same time, this movie was very good. Now, we gotta rank the Predator films. Where do I rank Prey among the Predator movies? And this is where it gets difficult. We obviously all can agree that The Predator, you know, the one from 2018, is the worst one. And I'm not counting the AVP movies in this ranking. The... I'm personally not a huge fan of Predators. I just, I'm not a big fan of it. I don't, you know, a lot of people do like it. I'm just, I'm not a huge fan of the movie. I don't hate it, but I'm just, I'm not a big fan of it. Um, it, Prey, for me, is either the second best Predator movie or the third best Predator movie. And it really depends because I love, I do love Predator 2. I have a soft spot for Predator 2. And Prey, I think the one thing that Predator 2 had going for it compared to Prey is the main protagonist with um, Harrigan. Number one, this guy, I don't, I don't know if it's because of like that 90s setting or whatnot, but the fact that you have him fighting the Predator, you have this fucking unchained cop. I don't know. Maybe I just like his personality a lot because he's just funny to fucking watch. He's a badass and he's funny at the same fucking time. You know, um, the Predator in that movie is, is pretty brutal. Um, you know, th this one in this movie is pretty brutal too. I don't know. It's just, it's, it's kind of a give and take because I love Predator 2 and I love Prey. But I don't know which one I would put in my second or third spot. Honestly, I, w I would say Predator 2 and Prey are tied for second and third place. Like I said, it really comes down to the day. Some days I might prefer one movie or over the other. Um, but I do really enjoy Prey. Um, and I don't know how people can say it's better than the first Predator. I don't think that anything could beat the OG, my personal opinion. Um, I thought everybody that acted in Prey did a very good job. Um, 
obviously, uh, Tabe, that's the name of her brother, okay, so you have Tabe, Tabe and Naho are, like, the only two characters in the movie that I really care about, outside of the dog, but they did a great job, you know, everybody in the movie did a pretty good job, the cinematography was great, the action was great, plenty of gore, you know, the movie was very well done, and, you know, if you hate this movie, rather because it has a female lead or not, um, number one, if you hate the movie because it has a female lead, I think that that's, in my opinion, really stupid. I understand if the movie is like a woke fest, but this movie isn't woke. You have a female character for her story arc. When it comes to becoming a hunter, she has a lot of adversity that she has to face. And when she beats the Predator, she doesn't even beat the Predator one-on-one-ing him, really. She just has the Predator hurt and kill himself. She just uses intelligence and observations that she's had throughout the movie to get the Predator to kill himself. So, it's not even a Mary Sue by any stretch of the imagination. So, if you don't like the movie because it's quote-unquote woke, I, I don't know what to say to you. I hate woke movies, but this movie did not give me the woke vibe. It just, it, it didn't. This is no Captain Marvel, okay? So, there, there's that. If you're a Predator fan, you'll like this movie. If you like the first Predator, I, I see you enjoying this movie. I can't see how you dislike the movie. Honestly, I just, I don't know. I, I don't think that it's better than Predator 1, but it is definitely a solid entry in the Predator franchise and a long-awaited solid entry. Even if this is the third best Predator movie and not the second best Predator movie, it's a good movie. It was very well done. So, in my opinion, I think that they got a big hit here. And I think if they continue forward with Prey 2, you know, I think that it will do a great job in the box office if they decide to release it in theaters. Because, in my opinion, this movie should have been released in theaters. That's my wholehearted opinion. I think if this movie was released in theaters, man, it would have made some money. Because it's a good movie. It's a very good fucking movie. I don't know, like, how there are people out there that dislike it. I mean, everybody's entitled to their own opinion, but I don't see, as a Predator fan, how you could dislike this movie. I really don't. Because this movie is very fucking awesome. It's got the gore that you want. It's got the Predator hunting down people, killing them, using his code of honor, you know? It's something a little different. Like, when people are like, oh, there was nothing different about this movie. There was a lot of different things. The way that the Predator went about hunting people, the gadgets that he used, the way that the, um, the way that, um, the main lead uses, um, you know, a plant instead of mud to mask her body heat. And then how she beat the Predator, like, literally outsmarted the Predator. Because if you look at Arnold and how Arnold beat the Predator, Arnold beat the Predator by using weapons that he made himself. Arnold did more of a 1v1 with the Predator than Naho. What Naho did was she set up traps and put the Predator in a position to hurt himself and kill himself. She outsmarted the Predator. You see, if Dutch didn't set up that log where he did, he would have died to the Predator there. So, Dutch didn't really outsmart the Predator as much as Naho did. Dutch did more of a, like, guerrilla warfare against him. And then in Predator 2, Harrigan literally did a one-on-one confrontation as well. In Predators, same ordeal. The Predator... Kind of the same ordeal. Naho, I think, out of all the Predator movies, is the only person to beat the Predator 
using her intelligence rather than strength or weapons of her own. So it's definitely different. So when people are like, it's the same thing, it's not. It's really not. Because if you're sitting there and you're watching this and you're like, oh, it's the same thing we've always seen, I don't know how you can say that. I mean, you switch up the weapons, the time period, the way that they go about certain things in the movie. Like, it's it's different than other Predator movies. And I think that that's another reason why I like it. They made a different Predator movie without having to change the core Predator formula. Like, you still have, like, that Predator 1 formula... And they didn't even have to change much. They just had to change the time period, the weapons used, you know, how the um, heat was masked from the Predator, fucking how the Predator ended up dying. Like, it's so different. It is so different. So, I mean, if you're someone that thinks that this new movie isn't different, I'm sorry to tell you, but you're wrong. This movie is different in a lot of ways. But it's not trying to reinvent the wheel. There are some franchises out there that need, like, to to step up the game and try something different, right? Predator is not one of them. Predator is not a franchise that needs to do some crazy reinventioning to make a good film. The Predator does not need that. The Predator is a great franchise. And it's a great franchise because it's simple, It's nothing over the top. And that's why I like The Predator. Because it's a simple franchise, but it works well. When you start trying to change The Predator too much like The Predator did, it ends up being a dumpster fire. A huge dumpster fire. The fact that people say that this new Predator movie is trash, I just... To to those people that say that this movie is trash, if they replace the female lead with a male lead... Would you, how much of, of your opinion of this movie would change? Because I don't know what these people want, right? The people that don't like the movie and think that it's trash. What do you want from this movie? Because in my opinion, I don't see anything wrong with there being female lead at all in movies. As long as they're written well and it, what they do, you know, they actually have to go through a character arc, then it's all good. And when people say, well, there was no character in this movie, there was no arc. In this movie, it was a very simple premise. You had a Comanche woman want to be a hunter and to be respected by her tribe as a hunter. So by the end of the movie, after she fails at hunting in the beginning of the movie and then ends up beating the Predator by outsmarting the Predator and having the Predator kill itself, she becomes a hunter. That's her arc, becoming a respected hunter among her tribe. That's the character arc in this movie. And it's simple. It's simple, but they did it effectively. They actually made her go through adversity and that she failed. She's not a Mary Sue. So, that's what I don't get. Like, Mary Sue's are characters that are good at everything, with no explanation, no failings at all. They're just good at what they do because they are a, a female. Or because they're whatever, right? In this movie, you have a female character that fails at what she's trying to do multiple times, and by the end of the movie, she succeeds in her goal. Not even by being a brute force against the Predator, but just outsmarting the Predator. 
And that's what I like about this movie. You have a good female character. There's a lot of potential for this character. Now, for the sequel, will they continue to write her character well and to give her another character arc? That's what is all yet to be seen. Because, you ha- number one, for the sequel, you gotta give her a good character arc yet again and keep writing her as a good character. And if you don't, then that's when the, you know, the criticism will come in. But I think that there's a lot of potential for this character. And for those of you that think that you can't have a good, strong female lead that has flaws, you can. It just all depends on who's writing the script. And is the script being written well? And in this movie, the script for the simple story they were trying to tell was written well. I don't know about the sequel, but for this movie, it was it was written well. So yeah, I thought I would have to hammer down all those points because, like I said, there are going to be people out there that overpraise this movie and there are going to be people out there that underpraise this movie. This is not a woke movie, okay? If, if you're worried about this being a woke movie, I can tell you 110% it's not a woke movie and it is not a Mary Sue character, okay? I can tell you that 110%. Right now, if that's what you're worried about. Okay? Number two, is this a good Predator sequel? It is a good Predator sequel. It has a very simple story, and it has all the violence and action that you could want in the movie. Great cinema... uh, cinema uh, I can't fucking say it. You know what I mean. It has everything you want. Okay? Now, if you're someone that doesn't like strong female leads, you're not going to like this movie regardless of what it does well. So, yeah. But anyways, that is all I have to say. I hope you all enjoyed, and I'll catch you all in the next one.